1: Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. He is the God of miracles. He is the God of miracles. we prayed on Sunday for people who needed miracles in their life. And I know tonight there's some of us that need a miracle in our life tonight as well. So, Father, before we even get started, Lord, we thank you that you are the God of miracles. Yes. We thank you that your name is above every other name, yes. that your kingdom is above every other kingdom. Yes. We thank you, Lord, that when we speak the name, the wonderful, beautiful name of Jesus, that mountains move. Yes. Thank you, Father, that you are at work in each person's life tonight. And that you are moving mountains, both spiritually, physically, and in every other way. That you're making a way for miracles. And Father, we thank you for the testimonies that are going to come. That are going to speak of your great name. Your great name. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, good evening, everyone. How's everyone doing tonight? Good, 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 good. A couple things, uh, just some, maybe a quick update uh, on Pastor and Pam. They are attempting tomorrow, or not attempting, they will. They're going to start their drive back from from Maine uh, tomorrow, and they're planning to stay somewhere probably halfway. They're going to enjoy some sights that they haven't had a chance to stop and see. Since they have to stop every couple hours anyway, uh, which is good because pastors got to get up and walk around a little bit, not just be in the car. So I think they're going to Niagara Falls and they're doing some things they're really excited to go do. Normally they just blow right past those places, but this time they're going to stop and and smell the roses or smell the flowers or whatever whatever we have to say, right? Uh, And then they're going to finish the drive on Friday. And at this point, they're going to be here on Sunday morning. So back, back sitting right in those seats where we knew they would be. Uh, even when it all went down three and a half weeks ago to date, yes, we knew, we knew they would be back there and they're coming back and we're really excited about that. I don't know what Sunday morning is going to bring or how the whole thing is going to go or flow, but they're going to be here and they may just say a few words, they may say a lot of words, they're going to be led by the Holy Spirit, we're going to just do whatever God wants us to go do on Sunday morning. So we're excited about that. Uh, a couple other things, offering, you do have your offering, there's envelopes in the back. Uh, you can just place them in the offering box, which is to the left, uh, when you go out. And I will pray over that in a minute. If you need no paper for any reason, that's also at that back table. And just a point of logistics. Uh, I love all of you, and but I, will, I do want to say something just so we're all on the same page. Truly, truly, my heart is that from 6 to 6.30 is just a quiet time in here, a quiet time of prayer. I know you guys want to say hello and talk to each other. That's great. If we could try to keep that to the lobby, the best that we can, because I'm just walking around praying and I love saying hello to you guys. But I just really want an atmosphere between well, the whole time, really from 6:30 till we close, or from six till till we close. But from six to 6:30, uh, I've been I've had conversations with Doug in the back before talking about growth track. So I get it. I'm just as much at fault as as anybody. But if we could just respect the atmosphere that we're trying to have between really between 6 all the way through 7.30 when we close. I would appreciate that, okay? Sound good? Good. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. Lord, we thank you that you are moving. Your power is moving among us, Lord. We thank you that your Holy Spirit is here. We thank you for the offering uh, that's given tonight. We thank you for Growth Track downstairs as you bless those who are attending that. Uh, Father, that they get to know more about who they are. Let's discover you tonight so that they will discover who they are in you, how you created them, and where they are most effective in your kingdom, Lord, because that is so important to you. And Father, we just pray over tonight over this teaching, Lord, that you will just lead me and guide me uh, in what you have for us tonight, and that we would all be open to hear and to receive your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been talking about prayer on Wednesday nights, and we're going to continue to talk about prayer for a little bit. I know at some point we may change the topic uh, God's been putting on my heart a little bit about Romans, either eight or twelve, or I don't know what I'm going to do there, or some of the other stuff. I've been, the Lord's just been stirring up, at, you know, in me as to uh, doing different things. So I don't know if that'll be a Sunday or a Wednesday or whatever. Um, but my message has nothing to do with this word tonight, but it's a word I got when I was praying over there before service, and it's unity, and it's unity. So. I'm not sure what that's going to mean. I just really want us to pray tonight as we're in a time of prayer of unity. Unity amongst the church. Unity amongst this church, amongst other churches. Unity, especially in families. Unity in marriages. Just unity. So that is just my, what the Lord has just spoke to my heart, that one word is unity. So I want to pray for that tonight uh, when we get there, when we do more of a corporate time of prayer. Uh, so tonight, I'll just open your Bibles. Um, I, I want to... I want to talk a little bit about, there's a couple, there's a lot of different types of prayer. And we've mentioned a couple of the different types of prayer, and I want to teach a little bit tonight on the prayer of faith, and what that is and how it's different than maybe some of the other things we've talked about from a prayer perspective. But first I want to start in John 10, verse 27. I want you guys just to be reminded of this, because this is very good for me to be reminded of every single day, John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. This is Jesus talking. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. I want to be a follower of Jesus. I want to know his voice, and when I hear it, I want to know exactly that it's him. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. They shall never perish. One of the songs I was singing that was up there before service was talking about worshiping him for all eternity. Are you serious? We get to do that for all eternity. We were doing it for 10, 20 minutes before the service started, and it was exciting. Can you imagine? Can you wait? Come on. How exciting is it going to be? How exciting is it going to be for all eternity? Man, I'm excited for that. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. I love that promise. No one's going to snatch us out of his hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. He is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father and my and my Father are one. Guys, tonight we can know His voice, and I want to encourage you tonight because I'm going to speak a few things about His Word, His voice over you specifically tonight. So again, this has nothing to do with my message, but for, I just felt led to do this. So everybody close your eyes. I'm going to say some truths of the word of God over you and your life. And I want you to understand this. This is called the mirror of God's word. This is how God sees you and how you need to see yourself. This is important. How God sees you and how you should see yourself. So close your eyes with me. Well, I won't close my eyes because I've got to read this. But just close your eyes. You are greatly loved by God. You are strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. When I say these, just think of them. Think of you having these characteristics because this is how God sees you. You are submitted to God and the devil flees from you. You are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. You are alive with Christ. You are free from the law of sin and death. You are far from oppression. You are born of God. You are healed by his stripes. You are holy and without blame before him. You have the mind of Christ. Tonight you have the mind of Christ in every single day. You have the peace of God that passes all understanding. You have the greater one living inside of you. You receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus and your eyes of understanding are enlightened. You receive the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. This is not just for those who stand up here at the pulpit. This is you have received the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, to cast out demons, to speak in new tongues. You have the power of all the power over the enemy, and nothing shall any means harm you. You have no lack, for God supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory. You can do all things through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So you can open your eyes now, but I just wanted you just to hear that just to hear it over and over and over as you just listen to God's word kind of just almost melt over you. All right, so tonight I want to talk about the different types of prayer. There's a lot of different types of prayer in the New Testament. In Ephesians 6.18, it says, the Bible is teaching us about praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praying always with all prayers. That means there's different types of prayers. And I didn't, I've never read much in the Passion Version except for recently. Thank you for someone to bring in the Passion Version to my, uh, to my understanding here. But the Passion Version of Ephesians 6.18, I don't think I have this on the slide, so Rich, you don't have to go there with me. But it says this, listen to this. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies And take the mighty, razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Praying the blessings of God upon all his believers. And pray that God's revelation will be released through me every time I preach the wonderful mystery of the hope-filled gospel. Wow. Is that a version? I like that, boy. That that goes a little bit further than the first one I read. I really love that. All kinds of prayer. There's the prayer of faith, there's a the prayer of praise and worship, there's a the united prayer, the prayer of commitment, intercessor, there's all these different types of prayers. Tonight I want to talk a little bit about the prayer of faith. And why I want to talk about that is we've been talking a little bit about, you know, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And a lot of times when we pray, I know I do this sometimes, is, well, Lord, if it's your will that this such and such happens. Now, that's okay in certain cases. And that's in certain cases where you're not quite sure where to go. Is he going to open a door? Is he going to close the door? But too often, I find myself catching myself, if it's your will on something that I know is his will in the word of God. And I'm telling you tonight, we don't have to pray, if it be your will, that this such and such happens when it is based in the word of God. We don't have to say it, because the moment we say the word, if it be your will, then we start to think, oh, well, maybe it's not. Because if means it could be or it could not be. So we have to be very careful when we're praying about something that we're not using the word, well, if it be your will. No, it is his will. We know it is his will and align with God's word. We don't have to say, if it be your will, we know what it is. And we're going to talk about that. That's called the prayer of faith. So that's not the prayer of agreement. That's not, again, I say if two of you agree on anything concerning. That's the prayer of agreement. There are different types of prayers in different times. But the prayer of faith goes like this. So you see Jesus use it a couple different times. Uh, Matthew 21, verse 20 through 22. I'm going to read that here and we're going to go to mark 11 in a minute. This is when the disciples saw it they marveled saying, "How did the fig tree wither so soon?" And Jesus answered and said to them, "Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith, the prayer of faith. If you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but you will also say to this mountain, "Be moved and cast into the sea," and it will be done. Whatever things you ask in prayer, believe you receive. This is the prayer of faith." In Mark 11, 20 through 24, again we see the prayer of faith. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw that fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter remembered him saying, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered them and said, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, cast in the sea, and does not doubt. He believes those things that it will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask for when you pray... Believe that you receive them, and you will have them. So this prayer of faith primarily applies to our own life. What Jesus is saying here is we can have what we desire as long as we're praying according to God's will for our life, which is important. So I want to move to John 11, and I want to show you a specific prayer that Jesus prayed over Lazarus. And I like using this because we have a senior pastor who's headed back, who was also raised up, amen? And somebody actually in this room spoke some of these words that he will live and he will not die, which is amazing. John 11, I'm going to start the first verse and I'm going to skip down uh, and I'll tell you when I do that. Now, a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, a town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. We've been talking about how God moves a miracle so that he is glorified. Not that we're glorified, or the one who prayed was glorified, or someone says he will live and not die. They're not glorified, but God is glorified. Verse 5 says, now Jesus loved Mary and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard this, he was sick. But what did he do? He stayed two more days in the place that he was. I love that. And after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. He stayed two more days. So a lot of times we get very worked up when we see something and we begin to react in fear and we start panicking. Jesus did not panic. He felt it. It's okay. I mean, he cries at, at points during this story. He hurts like we hurt. He knows what we're feeling. He feels the things that we're feeling. But the beautiful thing is here, he did not panic. He didn't drop everything and just start running. He did not panic. He did not act in fear. He acted in faith. So he wasn't frantic, sometimes like we are when we see something that happens and we get concerned. In fact, he stayed longer. And why did he stay longer? I think just to make the miracle even bigger. Just to make it a little bit bigger. Oh, let's let, him, let's let him sleep for a couple more days. And so when I show up, the testimony is even bigger. Yes. You know, my response to this most of the time is, okay. Devil, bring it on. Bring it on because God is a miracle-working God. And he can do big and mighty things. And we see that right here. A perfect example within the past 22 days. Absolutely amazing. Verse 40. Verse 40. I skipped that a little bit. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from this place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. You've heard my prayer, and I know that you always hear me. Because the people who were standing by this said that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Come forth get up, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out, now it tells us that he did die, came out, bound hand and foot with grave costs, and his his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. Lazarus, come forth. He did not say, if it be your will. No, he knew what God's will was. Jesus knows what God's will is. We need to know what God's will is. When we know, we don't have to say if. We say, Lazarus, come forth. Need finances in your life to pay bills? Finances, come forth. Finances, come forth. Not if it be your will, Lord, that I can pay this bill. No, it is his will that you pay this bill. So loose the finances that you need in this world and say, finances, Come forth. This is Jesus telling us how to do this, how to pray right here. This is stuff that applies to you in your life. So we too should not say, if you want this to happen. When we know it's in God's Word, when we know it aligns with His Word, we don't have to say, if anymore. We have to call it forth in Jesus' name. I'd like to end with this. When we're praying to change circumstances, we use the prayer of faith. So we're not asking, you know, do I go here, do I go there? When we are praying in faith to change the circumstances to align to God's will, the circumstances in our life, this is when we use what I've been calling this prayer of faith. This is when we have a need. This is when we have a problem that needs fixed. This is when we need something that we know is not aligning in our life to this word. We pray this prayer of faith, just like Jesus did. So I'm going to read Mark eleven twenty four 24 again, then we're going to pray. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So Father God, I just thank you tonight. I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you have taught us in your word and you show us over and over. There are many different types of prayer. I thank you, Father God, that this prayer of faith is available to us. Father, I pray tonight, that we would strengthen our faith. Lord, it says you're, we can grow our faith by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And I just pray tonight that we will continue to saturate our lives with your word. Build up our faith every single day. So when problems and issues come, we don't start pleading, if it be your will, help me here. If it be, no, it is his will. In certain situations, you know it is his will. And so you will not have to say if. We can say thank you, Jesus, that this is done in your name. And Father, I thank you that you are such a good, good father to us. We praise you and worship you tonight. And Father, we lift up the prayer requests that are here this morning, that have come from Sunday morning. We just pray for, just for health for our congregation health for our country, not just physically, but spiritually. Father, we just pray for those who are in office, Lord, uh, both locally and in the state and in the, uh, in the federal government, Lord. We pray for President Trump and his family. We pray for our nation. Father, we pray for unsaved friends, family and friends. Those who are being misled, Lord, that they would come to know you. They would come to know your true word and your truth and that you are a God that loves Father, we pray for ministries that are starting, that you will just bless them. And we thank you for many, many praise reports that are coming in each and every day. And Father, as we begin to pray corporately, this word unity just is on my heart tonight. Father, we just pray for unity. Unity amongst the believers. It says in your word that they will know us when we are unified When your church is unified, people will come to know you. We will be a witness to the ends of the earth when we are united together in love for each other. So, Father, I just pray for unity tonight. Unity for this church, within this church, within the staff, within the congregation I pray for unity with this church, with other churches locally that we partner with. I pray for unity amongst this church and missionaries and missions and the global church, the big church, and everything that we do. And I just pray for a unified city that we are working collectively to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to the people of Erie. And Father, we just thank you for unity, Lord, in marriages. Lord, you have a heart for marriages. Lord, I just pray for restored relationships tonight. For those that aren't even here, that together we're going to corporately pray and believe for restored marriages. And as we pray tonight, I'd ask each and every one of you that if a couple comes to mind as we're praying over this next 30 minutes or so, that you just begin to cry out for them. Lift them up. They're going to be on your mind for a reason because the Holy Spirit has put them on your mind, that you are going to intercede for them tonight. You're going to pray for them, not if it be thy will that they have a restored relationship, but call that restored relationship forth. See it by faith in Jesus' name. We thank you for tonight. So join me tonight as we pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you Father praise the Lord praise the Lord what a sweet time of prayer tonight I want to read the lyrics of a song as we close The song has been resonating in my life it's called Living Hope How great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken. I am forgiven. The King of kings calls me his own. Beautiful Savior, I'm yours forever. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Then came the morning that sealed the promise your buried body began to breathe. Out of the silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. Your buried body began to breathe. Out of silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Thank you, Father, for your risen Son. Thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your powerful name. We thank you for every prayer request that went up tonight. We thank you for a spirit of unity that will flow from this place. Just the strongest unity that we've ever known flow from this place tonight. Unity in our marriages, unity with our children, unity with our grandkids, unity with aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews. Unity. With our bosses, with our coworkers, with our employees, with those who we go to school with, those who we meet at the grocery store, unity. We just thank you for your word tonight for us. And we just pray over each person here. Bless them this week as they go. Give them favor in all they do. Bless every business that is represented here. Give them favor this week beyond what they can imagine. Bless every person who is working at a job here to give them favor beyond what they could imagine. Everyone that goes to a school, everyone that goes to their home, wherever they may go, favor, blessing, and unity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You guys have a good evening. We'll see you on Sunday with two people who haven't been here in a couple weeks. Yeah? Enjoy.
0: Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly faith communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.